Okay, so hello again. My name is Shadina, and you are listening to Football Drama. Here we are again, another week of stuff in the new year that is 2021. Hopefully, um, the year is continuing to be nice to you. If it is, if it has been nice to you, um, I'll be saying that for until until the end of January. I'll be saying that. Um, but yeah, I hope you're not freezing like I am because I'm so cold. It's so cold in my apartment. I'm back up at university because uh classes started today and we had a snow day, which is very rare for the state that I live in. But you know, global warming. Um so yeah, it's been really cold today and my thermostat, I don't really understand. It's like too techy and too fancy. I just don't get it. So I've had to buy like a little mini heater because I can't do this anymore. So we'll see. Hopefully she comes in. It should come in this week. Um, I'm going to pick it up at Lowe's. It said Thursday. Hopefully it can come earlier because I'm freezing. Literally so cold. But you know what? Whatever. Let's get into some footy. All right. Footballer appreciation this week is going to Matthew Hope. He is 19 years old, American, and currently plays at the struggling club that is Schalke in the Bundesliga. Little Hope is getting my appreciation because he gave the struggling team a tiny bit of hope, haha, ending their winless run. So the team recently played against Hoffenheim, I think Saturday, Saturday I think, and they won 3-0. Guess who scored all three of those goals? I'll give you a moment. Yes, it was indeed Matthew Hope. So this made the 19-year-old the first American to score a Bundesliga hat trick, which, you know, is kind of surprising. You would have thought that other players would have done this before him. But you know what? It's always good to see the young ones, the new faces, breaking records, especially in leagues like this. So I saw a tweet from USMNT only, and I'm going to read it real quick. Okay, so it says, Matthew Hope's story is pretty wild. Committed to play for San Diego State before signing in Germany. Never played for the national team at any level. Scored just one goal in 16 appearances for Schalke 2, or Schalke's second team. The first American to score a Bundesliga hat trick. Never give up. Period. Period. Son. Um, hopefully, Schalke can keep him in the first team since he's literally the reason why they won their first game of the season. He definitely made some history this past weekend, and I applaud him for that. Um, it's nice to see. Obviously, I've never heard of this boy before. I'm sure a lot of other people haven't, but you know, it's nice to see that he did something like this, especially for Schalke, who again, struggle FC. So I hope they're um very appreciative of the little American. And yeah, again, football appreciation this week goes to Matthew Hope. Keep doing your thing over there in Germany. Alrighty, so Prem, nothing really happened in the Prem, it's mainly... um. It's mainly FA Cup stuff, so that's what happened this past weekend. So I'll go over some of those results, and I don't know if they're standing, but uh, yeah, let's go over those results, and then I'll talk a little bit about some games, not really a lot, obviously Chelsea, but well, yeah. All right, um, now this is confusing. What is all of this? This is all round three. Oh, this is a lot to say. You know, I'm so sorry. I'm not going through all of this. <laughs> okay, we're going to focus on the Prem teams because some of these teams are not in the Prem. So I'll try my best. Um. Okay, so we have Aston Villa and Liverpool ended 4-1 to Liverpool. Wolves and Crystal Palace 1-0 to Wolves. Everton, Rotherham 2-1 to Everton. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
Is West Brom in the Prem? I don't think they're in the Prem anymore. Are they in the... Did they go to the second? Just kidding. They're in the Prem. Okay, so West West Brom and I just lost it. And Blackpool ended 2-2 and Blackpool win 1. I can't speak. Blackpool won 3-2 on penalties. Um, QPR and Fulham ended 2-0 to Fulham. Sheffield United, Bristol Rovers, 3-2 to Sheffield United. Is Burnmouth in the Premier League? I don't think. I think they went down to the second. Yeah, they did. Sorry, I'm not. But they won 4-1 against Oldham Athletic. Um, Stoke City, Leicester City, 4-0 to Leicester City. Uh, Arsenal, Newcastle, 2-0 to Arsenal. Uh, Man United, Watford, 1-0 to United. Crawley Town versus Leeds United ended 3-0 to Crawley Town. Chelsea, Morikambe, Morikambe. Oh, my God. Anyways, it ended 4-0 to Chelsea. Man City, Birmingham, 3-0 to Man City. And that's not it. Marine versus Tottenham, 5-0 to Tottenham. I think Brighton. Brighton is in the Prem. Newport, Brighton, 1-1, but ended 4-3 to Brighton on penalties. And then Stockport versus West Ham ended um, 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 1-0. So we have some... So the fourth round, I don't want to go over all of these games. Okay, Prem-wise, um, Brighton is going to play against Blackpool. Man City will play against Cheltenham. Fulham will play against Burnley. Tottenham will play against Wycombe. Everton against Sheffield Wednesday. And Sheffield United against Plymouth Argyle, West Ham against Doncaster, Arsenal don't know yet, Wolves against Chorley, Man United, Liverpool, I saw a lot about things, Brentford and Leicester City, and then Chelsea will play against Luton Town. So these will happen not next weekend, but the weekend after that. Or no, I think it will happen next weekend because I think some Prem games will be happening no yeah so not this upcoming weekend but the the next weekend so the 23rd okay that was that was too that was hard um yeah that's not really that's 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 really it for that I'll go over um some stuff with Chelsea I didn't take any like write any notes because it was a seven in the morning game and I didn't even wake up at seven to watch it maybe like at eight I woke up and so I started watching from there so I definitely watched both halves um but I'm going to just look on Chelsea's YouTube and see what they got going on if I can okay Chelsea FC All right. Which one has the shorter highlights? Chelsea does. Why are their highlights so short? I guess they just want to get right to the point. Okay. So, okay. So, Kepa started in this game... He got a clean sheet as well, so good for him. Maybe boosted his confidence a little bit. Don't think Frank will start him in the prem though. He had a really good save. They don't put the minute, like they don't put the timestamp on their games. That's really annoying with Chelsea. Um, but he had a really good save. Let's see now. We got Mason Mount. It was his birthday, and they got a birthday goal. He scored the first goal for the Blues. Pretty nice goal. I like the distance on it. Those are the type of goals I like to see. I'm more of a fan of like long shot, long range 
long range goals i'm not really too much of a fan of like the close-up goals um second goal was from timo Werner. he finally got a goal after like 10 games um Ziyech made like the cross in and then Havers headed it to his German teammate and he like I don't know kicked it in or something I think it was it with his like chest or with his hold on yeah he just tapped it in okay I think this all happened I think the first goal happened in the first half and then the rest of the goals happened in the second half I will double check that to see. Third goal is from Khalid, Khalid, Callum Hudson Adoy. And then we got, I think Ziek assisted him as well. So assist King Tings, obviously. Fourth and final goal was scored by. No, it. No. Oh, just kidding. Okay, so this was an a an attempt, a, a a shot, a chance, if you will. So it was a really like it's kind of a lot to explain. So I'm not really going to go into too much depth. I don't want to confuse anyone. But at this point in the game, Giroud and Pulisic were subbed on, and um, there was just a lot going on. But I think in the end, Pulley had the chance, had the last like shot on goal, but the what's his name the goalkeeper made it just like a really like good save I don't even think he meant to it just happened magically so I'm pretty sure he was happy about that um fourth and final goal for Chelsea was scored by Kai Havertz he headed it in and he looked injured but I think he's fine he got up um he bumped in to the the more camp more more calm the other team he bumped into their player and yeah that's how the game ended a nice dub for Chelsea was really hoping that they wouldn't lose this it kind of would have been disappointing but yeah nice to see them win hopefully this you know boosted their confidence because they haven't been doing too hot recently even if it's just an FA Cup game whatever it doesn't matter a win is a win so let's get the timestamps for these goals. Kai Havers, I mean, why did I start with him? Mason Mount, 18th minute. Werner, 44th minute. Okay, that was in the first half. Hudson Adoy, 49th minute. And then Havers in the 85th minute. I did watch a little bit of the Tottenham game. Um, I don't remember when exactly, but it was just really... <laughs> It was interesting to see where they were playing. Like, they played against Marine, and there's, like, houses literally surrounding the stadium. And that was really cute to see. Like, literally, I think people were just, like, watching the game from their houses. I mean, I definitely would watch a game from my house if I could. Like, not paying for a ticket, please. I would love to do that. Um, It was just cute to see. There was, like, a man with a Liverpool scarf. Um, He just had, like, a cutout of Klopp. That was cute to see. Um, let me see. I don't think I got to see Sonny in this game. Or maybe he did play. I don't think he played. I think he was rested in this game. Deli Alley got to play. That was nice to see. I heard he did really well. Uh, I saw Gareth Bell get subbed on. I think that was my first time seeing Gareth Bell actually play since he got to Tottenham. Maybe he played in the Prem with them, but I just don't pay attention because I don't really focus on Tottenham in the Prem. Um, but I was like, oh, Okay. Uh, still still a good player, still a good guy. Um, what else? I think all the goals for Tottenham were scored in this first half. And then the second half was when Alfie Devine, I think that was his first um his first first team appearance and he got uh, a goal. So good for him. Carlos Vinicius scored a hat trick in the first half, 24th minute, 30th minute, and 37th minute. And then Lucas Mora, the Brazilian, scored in the 32nd minute. And yeah. So this was a nice little game to watch. I really just like the environment. I just love how all the houses were just around. It was cute. It was nice to see. So yeah. That's it for this game. It looked like a pretty clean game. 
well, 13 fouls for Marine, 5 fouls for um, Tottenham, but there was only one yellow card, so that was good to see. Yeah, yeah. All right, that's it for England. Let's go to Germany now for the Bundesliga. Um, I'm match day 15. Yes, yes. There's not a lot of teams in the Bundesliga. Now that I'm thinking, like, compared to the Prem, there's a lot less teams. Um, okay, so results oh, results for match day 15. Mochen Gladbach versus Bayern ended 3-2 to Mochen Gladbach. King Tings, I tell you. That is king energy right there. Leverkusen versus Bremen ended 1-1. Schalke and Hoffenheim. I lied. The game ended 4-0, but I was only focused on the Americans' goal. Um, Let's see who scored. Okay, so Amine. I think it's Amine. Amine Harit scored in the 79th minute. I'm so sorry, sir, that I just, you know, ignored your goal like that. Freiburg, FC Köln ended 5-0 to Freiburg. Union Berlin, Wolfsburg 2-2, Mainz Frankfurt 2-0 to Frankfurt, Leipzig and Dortmund 3-1 to Dortmund, Augsburg and Stuttgart ended 4-1 to Stuttgart, and Armenia versus Hertha Berlin ended 1-0 to Armenia. So the standings for the Bundesliga, Bayern is still in first, second is Leipzig, third is Leverkusen, fourth Dortmund. Fifth place is Union Berlin, and then bottom three is FC Köln. Schalke is in 17th place instead of 18th, and then Mainz is in 18th place. So, you know, you never know. Maybe Schalke might not get relegated, but we'll just have to see. Okay, so we have a – wait. Okay, so before I get into some Dortmund um, stuff, I wanted to talk very, very briefly about the – Bayer Leverkusen and Bremen game. So I started watching it around the 70th minute. Um, I don't really intend, like, intentionally watch their games. If it just is on and I'm, like, scrolling through ESPN Plus and I see it, I'll watch it. Um, When I started watching, there was some sort of situation happening. They were deciding whether or not um, there would be a penalty for Bayer. Former Dortmund player Omar Toprak seemed to be in the hot seat and was the reason why the penalty was given. Bayer made it 1-1, and from there it was sort of like back and forth, both teams wanting to score so they can, you know, get all three points instead of sharing one. But it ended 1-1 anyways. Again, I always find myself watching Bremen games just casually. I think it has to do with Josh Sargent. You know, I just want to check up on the American and see how he's doing. I'm also familiar with Omar and um, Marco Frito. Frito? Frito? I'm I'm bad with names, and I shouldn't really look up names before I um before I what's it called before I record. But I just I just don't think about like. I just don't think about it until I finally get, like, see my notes and see, oh, let's see if YouTube has a pronunciation on it. Pronunciation. Because I know the way. This would be really loud. Friedel. Friedel. Are you sure? Are you sure about that? Let me type in Marco and see if he can say his name in like an interview or something. This, ooh! I don't think they're going to show his name. Oh, wait. Marco Friedel. Did I say that right the first time? I think I did. I think I did. Okay, I will get better. I'll put that on my New Year's list. I'll get better at um, pronunciation and pronouncing these players' names correctly because I know I'm a mess when it comes to them. So, um, what was I talking about? Bremen. So, Bremen's a team, again, I'll watch occasionally. If I'm just scrolling by and see that they're playing, I'll watch. Um, It was nice to see them get a point. It would have been nice to see them win because they were winning in the game. But, you know... 
football. So moving on now, let's talk about the BVBs. This is going to be a lot, so bear with me. This was a good game. All right, so they played against RB Leipzig, and it was an away game for them, which was scary because, you know, most of the time some teams just don't play too well away. For the Americans, this was Tyler Adams versus Gio Reyna, and honestly, just hoping both play well, which I believe they both did. They did what they needed to do for their teams, especially Gio. He played a lot better in this game. Um, The last game they played against, I think, Wolfsburg, he was a bit quiet for me. I didn't really see anything from him, but this game he was really good. Um, This was a pretty heated game, and I think, there's like a rivalry even though Leipzig's been around for like four years but it's okay um in the beginning it looked like Leipzig were going to be like the more dominant side which they were low-key like they low-key were in the first half um it sounded like Leipzig had an early chance but I missed it because I was making breakfast and I didn't want to burn my eggs um 25th minute Akanji blocked a a cross from the American Tyler Adams and if one of his teammates were there it would have been bad for the bees I'm pretty sure I felt like it definitely would have been a goal um 28th minute Vitzel picked up an injury he didn't clash with anyone his left foot seems to got stuck in the grass and he pulled something a torn Achilles tendon seemed to be the injury for him which I think might be like the second worst injury um first being tearing your ACL He's going to be out for a while, I think. I saw a picture, like, of a, um, a selfie of him in, like, a, a hospital gown, so I think he had surgery for it. Um, so a speedy recovery to him, and I hope that he comes back stronger. Emre Chan came on for him as a sub, obviously. In the first half, I will say Leipzig were definitely the better team. They looked more dangerous. They had most of the possession. Dortmund was just – they were raggedy. No creativity, no flavor, just tasteless until we get to the second half. So, Sancho almost got things started off in the 48th minute. The Englishman found Royce, but Leipzig's goalkeeper got a hand to it. Corner kick was given from that, and Chan had a very, very nice header, but it went straight over the net. 55th minute, Sancho got a goal for the Bees. Holland with the cross. Royce with like a slight back heel flick. So beautiful. Chef's kiss. And Sancho with a shot on goal. I was so excited for this goal. I literally jumped up and down. It was just so, so nice to see. Like the coordination was just beautiful. You love to see it. From here until the end of the game, Dorman played some really beautiful football. I feel like that first goal really gave them some confidence and I could see it from the moment they started back and um it was just I love I love that I hate that it takes that you know for the team to gain some confidence but you know whatever floats their boat that's fine with me throughout the second half someone was screaming a lot I it was just so funny because I knew it wasn't the players screaming because there was no way they could be screaming while like running I mean, possibly, yes, but the the way that person was screaming, I feel like, I think the commentator said it was our coach. Oh, I already forgot his name. Turek Dennis, wow, fake fan of me. Our interim coach. Oh, Eden, Eden Terzik. My bad, sir, I didn't mean to disrespect you like that. Um, I think he was the one screaming. He's really loud, especially when there's, like, no fans. Speaking of fans, I thought Germany allowed fans back in. Or maybe it's for certain teams, because I know Dortmund games, I see, like, they allow only, like, 10,000 people into the stadium. But anyways, moving on. Um, 64th minute, Haaland with a chance. I really thought he was going to score, but the crossbar denied him. Um, the post saved Dortmund in the 66th minute. Leipzig had a really good chance. Holland finally got a goal in the 71st minute, a nice clean header from the giant machine. And when I say clean, I mean, like, you know how when certain players, like, when they um, go for the ball and, like, try to head it in the box, they usually, like, push down the opponent, like, above them, and that ends up being, like, a foul, and the goal gets to still out. Like, no, this was a clean, no-crime-committed goal. The celebration was a bit... um. It left me very confused, but you know what? It's okay. I hope one day Holland 
can explain all of his goal celebrations because I think my favorite celebration of his is the one when the Bundesliga came back after, you know, uh, the lockdown with COVID and everything. I don't, I think it was against Schalke. And he just stood there and just started swaying from side to side. I I do that celebration just all the time. I just think about him just like swaying. From It's so funny. You should definitely look it up if you haven't seen it. Anyways, um, what else happened in this game? A second goal for Holland came in the 84th minute. It was literally just him and the goalkeeper, and he won in the end, making it 3-0 to Dortmund. Unfortunately, the Bees couldn't give Berkey a clean sheet. And Alexander Storloff, who is Norwegian, so two Norwegians scored in this game, opposite sides, but it's the same thing. Um, he scored for Leipzig in the 89th minute, literally ruined everything, but whatever, the boys are still ahead, and that's how the game ended. Um, I love this performance from the boys. The first half was rough, very rough, but the second half was 100 times better. It's so nice to see Dortmund with that confidence after Jaden's goal, and I love seeing them play like this. I love how the players just connect well with each other, but are still able to do like their own individual things. Like There was, like I think, two chances or two times where – Emre like tricked had a little trick on the players it was great it was great to see um and like they both like he succeeded because most of the time some players try to do something fancy and it ends up like backfiring but he like succeeded both times you love to see it overall again love this game it was just so great and I'm very proud of the boys and they played a great game I hope they can continue to keep this momentum up in the upcoming games um, they play against Mines next, and this is a home game, so we'll see. Um, I think Mines is in the bottom three. Yeah, Jesus. But you never know. You never know. So, um, knock on wood. Hopefully, Dortmund can you just easy dub. Easy dub. There's no easy dub. Easy dub for the boys. Okay. I think that's about it for, like, clubs and team wise I know I don't talk about um Liga La Liga and Syria as much as I should but I don't really be watching them so what's the point um I do okay I do kind of watch Syria but only like it's kind of like with Bremen like if I just need some background noise I'll put a game on from ESPN plus and I'll just have it playing in the background maybe I'll pay attention to it if it's juicy but I don't like, I just need background noise. I don't really watch their games. Um, but maybe one day. But right now, no. Okay, so from here on out, it's just like individual things. Nothing too heavy. Something, just some slight things. Um, I meant to talk about this last week, but I completely skipped over it. So I don't know if y'all remember this, but... A couple weeks ago, Edison Cavani was under some fire because he responded to a friend's Instagram story and said, gracias, negrito, um, on his Instagram story. I said that. I already said that. My bad. Well, the main part here, obviously, is Instagram and, you know, his response to his friend. The Uruguayan, the Uruguayan, has been handed a three-match ban and a 100,000-pound fine by the F.A., he, I believe he already missed this one game against Villa. I don't really, I'm not for sure. But he will be missing their Aston Villa, Manchester City, and Watford games. He must also complete face-to-face -face education after admitting a charge for a breach of FA Rule E3 in relation to the social media post. According to ESPN, this is what they said regarding the situation. Quote, a comment posted on the Manchester United FC Strikers Instagram page was insulting, abusive, improper, and brought the game into disrespute, contrary to FA Rule E3.1. The post also constitutes an aggravated breach, which is defined in FA Rule E3.2 as the included reference, whether expressed or implied, to color and or race and or ethnic origin. End quote. Now... This is just me. This is just moi. It's my opinion. I don't think they needed to do all this. Yes, if we're not thinking about the context, this does indeed come off as racist. But like I said before, Cavani didn't pull a Suarez. Should he have been more careful? Absolutely. Yes. 
But then again, he didn't know. Like, he genuinely, he didn't know. I think if they wanted to give him a punishment, sure, keep the three-match ban and the face-to-face thing. But 100,000 pounds is ridiculous. I think it's very absurd, to be honest. Maybe like 10,000 if you're really trying to get some money from him. But 100,000 was just way too much. So, FA didn't really need to do all that. Especially when their very own English players be out here having parties during a pandemic and breaking COVID rules and crashing their cars into the middle of the street and their fines are not 100,000 pounds. So, yeah, I think, like, the whole Uruguay national team and the whole, like, federation they have over there are trying to defend him. Um, As they should, I mean, this can get ugly, maybe, but I just genuinely feel like, not Suarez, see, speak of the devil. Um... Cavani, I don't think his intentions were bad and he apologized for it. And I genuinely Cavani is a nice guy. Cavani is a nice guy. I don't think like he don't be doing anything. Cavani really isn't a problematic player. So, um, I don't think all of a sudden he would just be calling people that, you know, to be like rude or racist. So again, he definitely should be more careful. I'm pretty sure he will be more careful. Maybe he'll post it on his private story or his close friends. But I definitely don't think that he was using this in like a racist, racist, racial manner because, yeah, no, I don't think so. So, um, yeah, I think people need to be aware of that. Um, yes, I know people use the same like, oh, it's his culture, you know, the South American culture. They use that with Suarez, but let's let's think about that context compared to this context. It's not the same. So, um, yeah. That's all I have to say for that. Next, I want to talk about Miss Alex Morgan. Or, yeah. So, Miss Morgan tweeted last week that she contracted COVID-19. She tweeted this last week. I don't know why I didn't talk about this last week. Um, maybe because I was too busy talking about other people breaking rules. Um, so, let me go on her Twitter she posted on or she tweeted on January 5th of this year. Unfortunately, my family and I closed out 2020 learning that we had co- contracted COVID while in California over the holidays. We are all in good spirits and recovering well. After our after our isolation is completed, I will follow US Soccer's return to play guidelines to ensure my body is fully recovered and I can join my teammates back on the field soon. Be safe and happy new year. Okay, so I think this is irresponsible. You know, read the room. Someone tweeted a screenshot from an Instagram post. It wasn't from Alex's Instagram. I think it was like maybe a stepsister, not stepsister, a sister-in-law or something. I don't know. But the caption said, Merry Christmas from the Morgan, Romero, and Carrasco clan. Three sets of families, eight adults, three children one of the children literally looks like they are fresh out the womb there's just too many people too many people during this panorama no social distancing just vibes and viruses like girl miss morgan what did you expect what did you expect was going to happen instead of staying in england and staying and spending christmas with your man and your cute little baby girl you decided to go back to the united states which is literally COVID hell. And to be specific, you go to California where there's literally 2 million cases just in that state alone. There's already other idiotic celebrities, YouTubers, TikTokers who's out here. They don't care that this pandemic still exists and they're out here having parties and hanging out in large gatherings. Like you went to this state and walked into the virus. Literally, you stepped foot into the virus you and your family were all putting each other at risk spending Christmas with each other the babies the babies are my main concern like y'all put these babies at risk Uh, then literally I don't know what this person's relation is to her but this man I think the man was holding this baby the baby literally I cannot maybe two months maybe one or two months out the womb like this baby looks fresh out the womb and then there was Alex's baby which I think she was born in what May June July August September October November December January February 
September. So she's about seven, eight months, still baby. And maybe there was like a toddler being held in the background. I just, worms, worms for brains. You know, y'all are all happy and smiley in this picture. And then you have the audacity to post it on social media for people to see like, Maybe, you know, Finsta, um, private stories, private social media accounts, yes, but posting it to the public will get you. Like, have you no shame? Have you no shame? And then you want to turn around, and I know that Alex didn't post it, but girl, there's a picture of you and all these people around. Like, Miss Ma'am most likely tagged you in this picture, and your last name is in this Instagram caption. So, girl, people are going to put two and two together. Like, you want to turn around and share this with us that you and your family had to close out 2020 learning literally 2020 the worst year ever because well many things made 2020 awful but one of the main reasons is because of COVID-19 and now you're not a part of the games the U.S. Women's National Team are having this month because you wanted to be stupid and inconsiderate do better girly do better it's nice to hear that she and everyone are fine now. The babies are really all I'm worried about. I just hope they're well because I think at this point anyone can get COVID. I don't think it's just, you know, the old people like how it was before or like like everyone can get it. Uh, now, I don't know if it's if it's like that simple with, you know, children, but like children's immune systems aren't built yet. Like they're it, literally their immune systems aren't physically built you're putting them at risk like them poor babies again stupid and considerate do better miss morgan do better um last thing before we get into football drama this isn't football related um but you know i thought it was interesting so i'm going to talk about it so lamello ball i don't think he's the one that went to china and caused ruckus um, this ball boy is 19 years old. He's a Hornets rookie. He became the youngest player in the NBA to score a triple-double. Or should I say NBA history? He became the youngest player in NBA history to score a triple-double. Now, I don't speak basketball, but looking at the stats in the info I was given, he scored 22 points, had 12 rebounds, and 11 assists. And he did all of that while coming off the bench. So I think since he did like a certain number of three different things, that's why, you know, the record is broken. So I guess if like Gio Reyna scored two goals, assisted two goals, and maybe blocked five shots in one game, it would be the same. You know, I'm trying to do the comparison. It don't make sense. But, you know, you, you get it. Eh, not really. Lamelo surpassed Markel Fultz's record. He was 19 years and 314 days. Sorry, I'm cracking my knuckles. Let me not. While Lamelo is 19 years and 140 days. So good for the boy. Things seem to be looking up for him. I hear a lot of good things about Lamelo. I don't know anything about the other balls. Um, I know they, they had a Facebook thing. I don't even like Facebook like that, so I'm definitely not um, watching anyone's story. Like The only videos I watch on Facebook if I um if I get on Facebook is like his name is Darman. He has like these really inspirational videos. I stay watching them. Those are actually really good. The acting can kind of be iffy at times, but you know, it's the message that we're trying to get. So the Ball family, better known as Lonzo Ball's family, is one of the most popular NBA families. It consists of Pelicans point guard Lonzo Ball, his daughter Zoe Ball, his parents Lavar and Tina Ball. And his brothers, Leangelo and Lamella Ball. Now, why did they have to give the girl a Z name while the other, all the rest of them have an L name? Hmm, something smells wrong, but it's okay. Um, That's cute. Let's look at these pictures. Okay, it makes sense. They all look alike. Look at all these boys. The head shapes, the foreheads. Wow. They all look alike. Now, I don't know which one. So looking at this picture, obviously you guys can't see it. But I'm going to assume this one on the very left is the one who caused ruckus in China. And then this very, the one this that's the shortest, he must be Lamello. 
And then this is Leangelo. Uh, too much. Too much of the L's. Too too many of that. Um, So good for Mr. Lamello again. Happy for him. Um, hopes he continue, hope he continues to do his thing in the NBA. So now let's get into football drama. I don't think I talked about football drama last week. I think I was too busy talking about that, like um, the American football situation. Um, but, you know, it still counts, I guess. It's still messy. All right. So Kareem Benzema is in the hot seat this week for football drama. The Frenchman in Real Madrid forward is going to face trial soon he was allegedly involved in blackmailing his former teammate Mathieu Balbuena I want to say this happened in like 2014 around the World Cup era but looking at this article from ESPN it was written November 5th of 2015 which is far from the World Cup era um it stated that he was charged on Thursday which was the day the article was you know put up so I'm guessing it was that exact same day anyways he was charged with conspiracy to blackmail and there's a sex tape involved with the teammate Valbuena Benzema also faced preliminary charges of participating in a criminal group in a scandal that yada yada okay you get a little bit of the appetizer because there wasn't enough information to give um to really get the meat and the potatoes but Moving forward now to a current article, Benzema apparently pressured his former national teammate, which I assume is Valbuena, because I'm sure would have stated otherwise if it was someone else. He pressured him to pay blackmailers since they threatened to leak the sex tape, which Valbuena can be seen in. With the trial situation, the date hasn't been set yet, but I assume it should be soon because this literally happened five years ago. I thought this was like over with, but I guess not. And again, um, he will have to stand on charge of conspiracy to blackmail or to attempt blackmail. And again, Benzema will stand on the charge of conspiracy to attempted blackmail. Now, I decided to do a little bit of digging. Hopefully my FBI agent doesn't get, you know, question marks. Um, Conspiracy in the criminal world, not like the earth is flat, not that. Conspiracy is when two or more people agree to commit any kind of unlawful act until its completion, even if the crime wasn't committed, which we'll have to see when the trial happens and get more details, you know, if we get any details. Um... A person can still be convicted of conspiracy. Now, I don't know where the trial will be held, if it's going to be in France or if it's going to be like in Spain or I don't know. But um, the maximum penalty is 14 years of imprisonment. Now, again, don't know where the trial will be held. And I don't know if in different countries, in different areas, it, the the fine is different, but from what I saw, 14 years of imprisonment is the max that someone can do for this. Now, I'ma keep it real with you. Kareem Benzema is most likely not going to prison if he's found guilty of this. Literally, no footballer goes to jail for anything that they do. Kingsley Coleman beat his wife and only got a fine. Marcus Alonso killed a woman because he was drunk driving only was given a fine and he was banned from driving for a couple months even though he was supposed to face 21 months in prison um the two greats Messi and Ronaldo literally don't pay their taxes or they didn't pay their taxes no jail time you know I can go on and on and on but why waste my time you get the gist Benzema isn't going to jail for this period maybe he'll get a big fine and will be on house arrest or something if they don't want him to play um you know if they want him to like lay low after the trial but I'm just gonna go with the fine now I'm not saying he's guilty or anything because we were given little to nothing and just like surface level information but we'll just have to see it's weird how it's been five years and now is the time that the trial's happening I just don't get it but you know hope everything goes well I mean this is kind of a serious business I think four other people are going to be um, on in the trial as well, like, you know, doing court trial things. So, yeah, this is kind of this is scary stuff, serious business. So we'll just have to see what happens with Mr. Kareem. Um, obviously, he denies 
all of the allegations and stuff like that. But, you know, again, we'll have to see. So that is all for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. I'll leave all the social media stuff in the description. I think I'll just put all the social media links in the link tree because, um, yeah, it's just less waste of space. Plus, I don't even think people look in the description to, like, tap on them because I am not getting any new followers. So, you know what I mean? I'm not. I don't know. But I'll just put them in the link tree. Um, and yeah, if you're starting classes again or have already started classes, good luck. Um, I'm already starting to, you know, write down notes and stuff. Classes are a bit weird this semester. Well, not really. Um, I have my French class literally all online. Um, last semester it was kind of like we had Monday through Wednesday online and then Thursday we met with the teacher assistant, but this semester it's just all online. Uh, my biology class yes I'm taking a biology class biology one because I don't even know like I'm not I'm a kinesiology major but my concentration is like sports studies like sports journalism and broadcasting um I need one more science class like to take I just don't understand like it's so annoying so I'm taking this bio class um she seems really nice I think my professor is scottish she's giving me really like she's giving me billy gilmore vibes but i can actually understand her billy gilmore i can't answer i i cannot understand the boy at all i'm so sorry to him i just can't understand him um let's see one of my professors i'm familiar with him i had him last year sophomore year um he's from south korea and one of my professors, I'll meet him tomorrow online, obviously. Um, he's my Tuesday, Thursday class. I don't know why I'm telling y'all this. And then I have one class, y'all. Let me check on Canvas to see. Professors are so bad at putting things on Canvas. Like, they had this entire time to put stuff in Canvas, and they waited until the last minute. I literally have five classes I'm taking. There's only four in Canvas. One of my classes I had today... I didn't even go. No, I'm not a baby kid skipping classes. But like, how am I supposed to know if class is like actual, like if the class is actually, you know, working? If this man didn't post anything in Canvas, like even if he just posted, like put the class on Canvas and was like, hey guys, no class today because blah, blah, blah. Because my one of my professors did that. He said, we're not meeting today because of the snow. I get that. And he didn't post anything else. Like he hasn't even put the syllabus up. So I don't really understand why this professor didn't do like any of that. So maybe tomorrow I'll see if he does. If not, I just have to see because I'm not, I wasn't wasting my time today going on campus when I've literally been in class all day, mind you, this class is at like 4.35. It's already freezing cold. There's still snow on the roads. Like, I'm not putting myself at danger. And then getting to the classroom and seeing that it's empty. Please, please. So, yeah, I just went off. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to go off like that. Um, Yeah, if you did start classes uh, or if you are starting classes soon, good luck. Let's all do well this semester. We got it. And, yeah. Y'all, please stay safe out here, um, wherever you are in this god-awful country. Um, if you're from America or literally anywhere, then you know exactly what happened last week. I am disgusted, embarrassed, and not surprised. Um, literal terrorists breaking into the capital of the United States of America literally how ghetto like y'all are literally insane for doing something like this because you're being a sore loser because your orangutan lost the election babes what did y'all expect we've had four years of mayhem and y'all thought we were gonna have another four years please please waving confederate flags breaking windows going through very important documents in that room taking pictures with the police taking pictures with police officers who should be arresting you but surprise surprise they won't because they're on your side sitting at nancy pelosi's desk with your dusty boots and writing we will not back down on the folder that was on her desk y'all are doing all of this because your dictator told you to do so and the fact that y'all go y'all literally go to this extent for this orange man who most likely doesn't even care about y'all at all and love y'all like he said he does. Like, y'all are making this country look so bad. And y'all are the main ones talking about making America great again. We need to protect this country and all that. But you turn around and do this. 
if this is what being great is, then I don't want to be here. And the fact that literally none of y'all got arrested or shot now, maybe, you know, because y'all are stupid and don't believe in wearing masks and expose your faces. Yeah, y'all are getting caught now. But beforehand, y'all were not getting arrested or shot. Let this had been a Black Lives Matter movement. They wouldn't have even been able to get close to the edge of the Capitol. Imagine if black people and people of color did this. Immediate death and immediate arrest. Y'all are the main ones saying that white privilege doesn't exist, but you guys know that it does. How else would you be able to do something like this? And the fact that the police did nothing literally led y'all in. So y'all do this mayhem. So y'all can do this mayhem. And when you're all done, the escort escort you all down the stairs as if y'all didn't just commit treason the way the national guard didn't show up until maybe like an hour or two after all this started but we're already there at a black lives matter movement where people are protesting for human rights and for black people to stop being killed in this country there are still black lives matter protesters in jail because they were peacefully protesting and here y'all go being escorted back to your homes and hotels and whatever even though you just committed a real crime all of you need to go to jail prison locked up every single one of you and your president need to be locked up with every single key thrown away and y'all need to suffer and rot there until you die and then go away straight down to hell and do it all over again It makes no sense. Y'all make me sick. Sick to my stomach. I will see y'all next week.